But really, anybody who starts a brewery knows it's not a one-year process. It's a five-year process. Double your money and triple your time. Hey, everybody. Greg here, Craft Beer Republic. Thanks for hanging. Thanks for joining. We're on a field trip today. We are down in North Hollywood having some delicious... Wow, delicious. It's good. Sorry, I'm going to start drinking it. <laughs> Just wait another 15 yeah. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Down here in North Hollywood having some delicious beers as we will get to shortly. I'm being joined by Ben Wallace and Josh McCombs of Lawless Brewing. Gentlemen, thanks for hanging out. Thank you. Thank thanks you for, for us. coming out. We're here at Lawless. It is 5275 Craner Avenue, LA. If uh, you're not familiar with the area, you guys uh, have been open since April? End of April. End of April. That's correct. Very, very new. We happened to stop by, I think, week two. We were just like, oh, hey, look, there's a brewery open. And we were driving back from San Diego because we had nice. not had enough beer in San Diego. No, never. It's, there's a shortage down there. So <laughs> I've heard. Yeah. Uh, we have a lot of beer to sample and get through today. I'm very excited to try all these. Uh, before we do, I thought we'd start off with like a little bit of history of you guys as beer drinkers, kind of where mm -hmm. it all began, the uh, disgusting PBR days back in college, whatever <laughs> it is. Uh, Josh, we'll start with you. What was what was your first uh, delve into beer? So um, I'm from Pennsylvania, and if you've ever heard of uh, Yingling, oh yeah, the brewery, yeah. So that's my hometown. Okay, so I so grew bad. up. Yeah, I grew up in the shadow of beer, you could say, from the uh, from the start. So that was my early exposure was Yingling, and they're they're fairly crafty. They have kind of a uh, mm -hmm. a storied reputation. So I believe they're considered the oldest craft brewery. They in are America, America's right? oldest brewery. Yeah. Or America's yes. oldest brewery. Because they're yeah. no longer craft. Well, they're, they're still yeah. independent, right? They're whenever they're I see like a list of independent breweries, yeah. they're it's still weird, on it. It's a gray. Area. It's a gray area. Yeah, yeah, for exactly. sure. like they're getting yeah. money from big beer, but yeah. they're not. Own, I don't know. We yeah. won't get into that today. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is not about them. But that, right. that's a good start into into beer, though. It's yeah, not, you know, PBR or Natty Light or something like that. No, no, no. It was always it was always Yingling. That's that's awesome, Ben. What about you? Where'd you first dive in? You know, as you were asking this i thought josh is going to have a much better story and i always forget <laughs> this because uh, i don't really talk about it that often growing up and still to this day my father manages in pennsylvania we have these things called brew throughs josh is familiar mm -hmm. so the this. the laws are very different there we have some interesting and laws you yeah. can't go out and buy beer at your rouse at your vons it's you have to basically get it from a bar to go get it from a designated six-pack shop, or get it from one of these brew-through places, like my dad worked at, where you drive through the place, they load your truck or your car up with a bunch of cases of beer, and you head That's, out. Mm -hmm. Yes. Beer barns. Yeah. yeah beer barns. <laughs> so it's only drive-through. You don't go in. You don't go in. And yeah. he's worked at that place. His friend owns it. He's managed it for, you know, since he's graduated college. 50 years ago. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, that was my intro to beer, not necessarily craft beer. I guess my introduction to craft beer would probably also be Yingling because it was just so widely readily available mm -hmm. to us in Pennsylvania. And I was like, this tastes a little bit different. And my love of craft beer didn't start until I moved here and it became, you know, more readily available. Yeah, for sure. And so what's wrong with Pennsylvania? Is there like a mass exodus to California? <laughs> <laughs> you guys both... Uh, well, if you've ever it. spent a lot of time in Pennsylvania, <laughs> yeah. uh, where we grew up at least, you yeah. know. <laughs> I have never heard of the, the brew throughs. I've, I've heard yeah. of their weird like you can't do things on Sunday and you can't get beer at the grocery store. Mm -hmm. I've never heard of a drive through only. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, t the tiny town that I'm from, which, you know, probably population 5,000. Right. Uh, there's two in that small town, just to give you <laughs> yeah. an idea of it's a Pittsburgh suburb and beer is beer is big there. Craft beer is bigger now than mm -hmm. I haven't lived there in 25 years, but that's hilarious. Yeah. We could do a whole episode just on I those. know. I yeah. know. This is fodder for the <laughs> right. next episode. How weird is yeah. Pennsylvania? Yeah. 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 We could do like a whole lecture series yeah. here at the brewery. Exactly. <laughs> PowerPoint up on the big screen. Uh -huh. and, uh, <laughs> all right. Before we get any further, let's let's talk about one of these beers okay. that are in front of us. Where should we begin? Let's start with the Noho Boho, the one that, yep, the, one the first on the one there. Mm -hmm. Everyone so has it on the left. It's our flagship uh, Czech style Pilsner. Nice and clear. Uh, yeah, very clear. Has a really nice malt backbone, but an assertive hot presence, just like a, uh, you know, a Czech Pilsner should. Mm -hmm. So you get that nice uh, malt backbone from our uh, Bohemian style Pilsner malt. Mm -hmm. uh, a little bit of Munich malt in there and some uh, Carafoam as well, just to add a little bit of body. Um, so 
all in all, I think it's a very drinkable beer, but, um, yeah. you know, there's enough, there's enough going on there to keep it interesting. Yeah. A little bit of hop to clean things up at yeah. the end. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. yeah. I think it's, it's pretty refreshing. Yeah. 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 Our, our goal here was to not be as aggressive as, say, Pilsner Urkel. Mm. Uh, is it Urquell or? I always thought it was Urkel. <laughs> they know what we mean. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's that check. Yeah. It's the check Pilsner. It's not yeah. going to be that assertive. Our yeah. goal yeah. in this beer, and I would say just about all of the beers we do, is to be approachable so that, you know, if you're a beer drinker, you love it. Mm-hmm. If it's your intro to craft beer, you'll also love it. This is a recipe that we worked on in my garage probably three starting three years ago yeah, now absolutely. and it was just something that we both have you have done in the past but we you have really perfected it i mean it's oh, not perfected I it mean, but you know from where it was in in the uh garage home <laughs> brewing yeah. days it was not as good everything's we'll a work that. in progress yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's perfect for hot day and like yeah. you say like bringing in people who may not be craft beer drinkers mm-hmm. this could be their their change from insert macro beer here exactly. sure yeah, yeah. sure and that's the idea you know we try to have something for everybody too so and i would say the the next one that we're about to taste is probably even more of that very approachable yeah, yeah. you want to just go right into it sure right if you want it. to i don't yeah since know. since we're comparing we might as well mm-hmm. and this one's your baby you want to talk about that yeah, yeah. this one is uh I've always loved a good Kolsch. Mm-hmm. I love what it brings to the table. It's not too hit you over the head with everything. You got the malt flavor. You've got the yeast flavor. You've got a little bit of hop flavor. That's mm-hmm. It's the melding of those three things together that make this a very good everyday beer. And it's probably my go-to whenever I want a beer. Yeah, from good yeah. shifty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what I like about it, too, is there is a subtle fruitiness to it that you will get mm-hmm. in a lot of Kolsch's. And this is no exception. It's it's there if you look for it. And I think it's just a little interesting. It lets you know this isn't a, it's very lager like, but it's not a lager. It's something right. different. Yeah. yeah. Kolsch one of my favorite and nobody makes them anymore. Which no, is, no. It makes me sad. I love a good Kolsch on a hot day. Mm-hmm. I like this. I'm, I'm having them back and forth right now. Yeah. <laughs> Com- compared to the uh, the Pilsner, this is a little less hot forward. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a yep. little more uh, clear and crispy and just perfect for a hot day. Absolutely. I'll drink one or three of these. A nice valley hot day. We had a... uh, (laughs) Every day. When it came to yeast selection for this one, I know we tried a few different ones. I don't remember what the equivalent is. Uh, Is it a White Lab strain that that this stemmed from? Anyway, there's one strain in particular that I won't mention that my (laughs) wife always says tastes like feet to her. So if you've ever had (laughs) that Kolsch with the the feet-like flavor, I feel like it's one of the the other strains that we've, we've tried a few. Hopefully you're not using the feet yeast. No, no, no feet yeast here. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's more like <laughs> wine. Yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, let's talk about before uh, opening up a brewery. What was your day job? Still is. Still uh, is. Still <laughs> is. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm a producer at Entertainment Tonight. You know, the da na 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 It's been around for 41 years. We're, we're launching our uh, 41st season on wow. Monday. So it's been around longer than I've been alive. <laughs> um, barely. But it has. Uh, I've been working there for 16 years. Wow. I started out as a production assistant, kind of worked my way up to uh, coordinating producer, associate director. I write the open of the show. Uh, it's a great job. I love my coworkers. I'm very, very lucky to have it. And in every possible way, it's allowed me to, to do this. Sure. So it's Absolutely. been great. Is, is it hard to go to work and think about all your beer that's sitting here yeah i try to you know i try to divide those aspects of my mind it's hard because i know there's constantly something going on here so it's hard to stay concentrated but as long as during those daytime hours if there's you know eight ten hours during the day that i can just focus on that then i can come to the passion job and the and the (laughs) the baby later much to you know i think josh and, and his wife jackie who's our sales manager are here all day long and I know they're just like, what is he doing? We have we have questions. We have, and they just hold down the fort for the longest time. Josh was brewer slash daytime operations manager, <laughs> package because, receiver, yeah, in char- and head package receiver, yeah, <laughs> head package receiver. Just a lot of stuff going on during the day yeah. when you're trying to open up a brewery. A lot of moving like, parts, yeah. and you managed it well. Yeah, so thank thanks. you. Well, well here shots. we are. So I guess it worked. Yeah, out. Yeah, it worked out. <laughs> yeah. What about you? Uh, so previous to brewing, uh, my background was in science. I ran a laboratory oh. for the better part of a decade in um, outside of Washington D.C. Oh, okay. I discovered homebrew, homebrewing as a hobby, as many people do. Right. And I think I was listening to 
one of your other podcasts that somebody likened uh, homebrewing to a disease, and I would <laughs> definitely agree. Once you get bitten by that bug, yeah, if it if it suits you, it's just it becomes a passion. Well, and the more you screw up, the more you want to do it again. Exactly. Yeah, you <laughs> I've just want to keep bad batches, and I made good batches. Oh, absolutely. That's yeah, half definitely. the fun, though. I think right. is to try to tweak things and figure out what you did wrong and yeah. problem solving and stuff. But um, my background kind of lends itself to brewing. There's a lot of um, overlap with the sciences and even some of the equipment that you use to test beer, things like yeah. that. So, but yeah, it was a great job, good career. I had a certain trajectory until I discovered this hobby and it completely <laughs> derailed me. So well, and then <laughs> here you, we are. You actually went to school for brewing, right? Yeah. So it got to a breaking point where, you know, it was kind of now or never. So I talked over with my wife and I've always kind of been academically focused anyway, and um, it's something to point to that says, hey, I know what I'm doing, <laughs> sort of. This piece um, of paper says yeah, I know what I'm Hey, doing. somebody says I know this. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. But we went to Siebel. It's a very, uh, you know, it's the oldest brewing school in America, and it was mm. a great program. So you start out in Chicago for about six weeks, and then you finish your education in Munich, Germany, which was wow. amazing. I mean, it's right. one of the beer meccas of the world. Right. So. You know, and the Germans invented all the modern technology, basically. Everything is kind of based off of that anyway. So to see that was just absolutely amazing and to be immersed in that culture. And that's really more than even the the education, which was incredible. Just being in that culture was something, you know, you never forget. It changes you, you know, and uh, you would try to bring a little bit of that back. To the states, if you can, yeah, that's what an amazing experience. I always hear brewers like, "Oh, I want to go to Germany, or I want to go to you know, like Czech Republic to to learn." Amazing, Mm -hmm. yeah. And you got to do it, yeah. That's pretty awesome. Yes. So, when did the idea of of lawless kind of pop up? Well, I started out as a home brewer as well, so I can really relate to that idea of this is a disease. You either (laughs) catch it or you don't. Uh, And I caught it really, really hard. You know, by by the first or second batch of beer that I was brewing in my garage, I was like. How do I figure out how to do this <laughs> yeah. for the rest of my life? I'm sure everyone has a uh, has a very similar story. I don't fancy myself as much of a brewer as Josh does, for sure, just because I was kind of short attention span when it came to like, <laughs> let's do this style next, let's mm-hmm. do this style next, instead of the no, let's let's take our time, let's do this 500 times and perfect. Let's be methodical, that. Yeah, yeah, let's be methodical. You with mean it. this logger is going to take six weeks? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what was what was your question? I was rambling. Oh, just just the beginnings of lawless. <laughs> the where beginning did, of lawless. Where did you get the idea? So how did it start? It's it's just it. <laughs> when I started home brewing, I was brewing every weekend. <laughs> it was with my friend Aaron, who's still involved in the project too, and we were we were going at it just every weekend doing something, and it got to the point where at first my wife was like, "Sure, take over the whole garage." We had just moved into a house <laughs> with a garage. After that, we just started having to ferment beer inside the house oh, yeah. uh, where it was, oh, it's too hot this week. We got to bring this in. <laughs> and we threw some kind of, it was like a Halloween or a Thanksgiving party where there was just beer fermenting all over the house. <laughs> and somebody came in and they were like, what is going on? It is lawless up in here. <laughs> so the name kind of stuck from there. We loved it that the first two letters of it were LA. We're oh, like, we can, we can play off of that a little bit. So uh, it, it took off and, and grew from there and kept kept at it. Yeah. Have you ever fermented in a shower before? No. No. Have <laughs> oh, you? I have. I have. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. In our old apartment, it was the coolest spot in the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we had a ferment in the shower. Luckily, we had two showers. And <laughs> Are you talking the, about yeah, that's a like, good thing. like uh, footer style, like in like pouring it in the bathtub? And no, letting just it... setting it in there. <laughs> okay. like, yeah. Just, just a little stand up. Uh, I get jokes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was a good thing we did because that batch happened to like explode. Ooh. And I came in one morning. I was like, Oh shit, beer everywhere. Yeah. So I just closed the lid, sprayed a little sanitizer, turned the shower on Done. to hose it all off, yeah. a little more sanitizer, and we were we were yeah. good. Floor drains will save your life. That's oh, good it stuff. Was yeah. so much. <laughs> now I you know, now I'm in the kitchen because we moved since then I'm in the kitchen and it can only be in the kitchen. I'm like, oh, I miss that drain. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that shower. Yeah. Oh, that was so nice. So when did Josh come into the picture with for Lawless? I mean, I would say I I, I tried poaching it. We knew that the, it was it kind of worked out with the way things it worked out great. Yeah. Uh, the way things were going for both of us. It was about five years ago now. Mm-hmm. It seems like I, I can't be that long ago, but it probably was. Four and a half, five, yeah. You know, my wife Whitney and I would spend all weekend, but definitely all day Sunday, going around to various breweries around town, around the state, around yeah. the country. I mean, research. Yeah, research, yeah. research. We had to Fun do it. Research. What we yeah. like, what we don't. A friend recommended this brewery uh, in Westlake Village called Westlake Brewing. Mm-hmm. They said, oh, it's a cool space. The beer is actually really good. Uh, so we, we popped in there. Josh was not there that day, but his wife, Jackie, was working behind the bar. And we both just had this 
impression that like, wow, this beer is clean. This beer is good. This beer is clean. This beer is good. <laughs> uh, we were like, this is exactly what we need because I felt like, and again, this is giving myself way too much credit. So I don't want to make it seem like that, but like you were <laughs> at the time, at least you were the yin to my yang. You oh, know what shucks. I mean? Like you were just, you <laughs> were all about the scientific aspect of it while I was, let's go off the wall and go crazy. <laughs> Now you're, you have completely taken the reins of everything as you always were going to, but it worked out. We met at McLeod a couple of weeks later. Mm-hmm. I think we had about 27 beers. Yeah, three uh, hours went by very like, quickly. Do you, yeah. do you want to brew for my, <laughs> my future <laughs> yeah. brewery? And, and Josh, I think, you know, you could, you could say what you felt about this, but. I'm very well aware of telling people when you're a home brewer trying to start a brewery. <laughs> That there how are that um, how that sounds. And <laughs> oh, just are you it, now? Exactly. You know? So that, cute. So yeah. cute. So I wasn't didn't want to pound him over the head with that, but it's like, mm. no, we're we're seriously going to do this. We're serious, and I think Josh could feel that we were actually serious. About oh yeah, it. I could tell after talking to you for fifteen minutes, I yeah. could tell that you were really serious, and this was going to happen. Yeah, and it got me excited. Yeah, you know, to to become part of the project, and you know, the ball kind of just continued to roll after that. It's easy know? to become excited when the other person's excited. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, perfect. Speaking of beer, let's move on to our next right, one here. We're moving okay. on to the... Tell um, us about this pretty looking dark beer. Yeah, it's our Blacklight Czech Dark Lager. It's been a very popular beer here in the tap room. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a gold medal for this for the uh, California Craft Brewers Cup. So we got a little state stateside love. A little hardware, you know. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was awesome. fun. It was a really fun time. Um, it shows at least that we're kind of on the right on the right track. Right. You know, we're doing something right. But I like this because it's kind of an alternative to a stout or a porter, like a low, uh, low alcohol stout or a porter, you know. It definitely has that roast, a little bit of coffee, a little bit of chocolate. But, you know, it's a clean lager. At the end of the day. Right. So I think it's kind of the best of both worlds if you're a dark beer fan. Even if you're not a dark beer fan, I still think this is a very approachable, cool mm-hmm. beer to, to yeah. just have, you know. I, I love the Czech Darks, the Schwartz beers. Mm-hmm. There's not enough of them in this. I no, apparently like right. all the styles that nobody makes. I love a Kolsch. I love a, a yeah, 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 Schwartz yeah. beer. Uh, it's great. You get the flavors of mm-hmm. that dessert beer, mm-hmm. but in a nice, light, I can drink it on a hot day package. Exactly. What is yeah. it, about 5%? 5.2? Yeah, 5.2. Yeah, yeah, you can definitely have a few of these. Still drive home. It's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's not a big barrel age, ten percent or something. No, like that. yeah, easy to drink. We we had one at our wedding. It was very important that I had a Schwartz beer. Oh, I wedding. love that. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> and Nighthawk on tap. <laughs> love little, it. Oh, Nighthawk. Yeah, that's yeah. a fantastic uh, yeah. version of that. Had to, yeah. had to pull some strings for that, but, uh, bet. <laughs> but this is this is fantastic. A lot of chocolate in there. Yeah, a little bit of roastiness mm-hmm. and, and just cleans up nicely. I yeah, think. once it warms up, those flavors really come through mm-hmm. too. You can you can really taste those. This one's been sitting here about uh, twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. Yeah, it's starting yeah. to. Get to that optimal temperature. Yeah, exactly. It's that perfect uh, temp. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about the hardware you guys just won. You, you kind of brought it up. Let's. Uh, yeah. You, you so, won some awards, which is, I mean, you guys have only been open a few months. That's yeah, amazing. So. Again, you know, it just shows that, you know, we're kind of on the right track. It's fun. Bragging yeah. rights are fun, whatever. But, um, <laughs> you know, so we won two bronze. We won two bronze and a gold. We got a bronze for our Noho Boho, bronze for our Burns and Sour, which is our Kettle Sour series, Fruity Kettle Sour series. So that one had, uh, Mango and tangerine puree added to it uh, post fermentation, so it was a really nice uh, summery kind of refreshing beer. Yeah, and then we went actually gold for the black light that we're drinking right now. Love it, that's awesome. Congrats, you guys. Yeah, thank oh, you. Thanks. 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 Had to be cheesy or anything, but that's, that's no, super no, cool. no. It was really fun, and that was a great. Uh, you know, we flew up to Sacramento, you know, for the award ceremony and yeah. stuff, and everybody in there won an award, so it was just like a big love fest, you know. And <laughs> and it's good because I mean, brewers don't leave their brewery hardly ever. Right. So seeing you know? our friends that the friends that we made in the short time that right. were open was great, and yeah. rooting for each other is great. And it's so hard for me to explain to people who aren't in the brewing industry just how supportive and great everyone is to it's each other. It's an amazing other. So industry. It really it's, is. It's surprising how yeah. Yeah. lovey-lovey. I mean, not to be weird, but no, like, everyone no. loves each other. The yeah. competition is yeah. literally friendly. Like, right. it is yeah. friendly competition, and it's fun. You know, yeah. you rib each other and stuff, but you're like, I don't know, it's very familial, you yeah. know, if, you, if mm-hmm. you will. You know. Well, and coming from Westlake Brewing, I mean, you had the beer muted triangle. Oh, yeah, right there. there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was, that was fun times. Mm-hmm. So if everyone from California is flying up to Sacramento for this award show, where'd you guys go for the after party? (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is fun. I don't remember. Oh, well, Tyler could tell you what. uh, So our taproom manager is very into pinball. Okay. We have a pinball room in the front. I can't. Can you remember the name of that place that we went to? It was Coin something. Coin. ah. We'll have to to look it up. Yeah. It Uh, it was a very fun reception, if you can't tell. We can't remember much of uh, what happened afterwards. That's because we start the, the... 
the real question is, what did you do in the pre-party? <laughs> yes, that's exactly um, right. Yeah, and we we went to Urban Roots. Yeah, which was then, fantastic. Uh, and field work has a has a tap room in Sacramento too. So we went there, and then we were kind of just dragging a little bit about the hour before the mm-hmm. uh, the competition started. We're like, is this really? Gonna-? This was our first time doing this, so yeah. we're like, is this going to really be three hours? What is going? We're- we need the little pick me up here. <laughs> uh huh. So. <laughs> We brought a bag of cocaine. No, no, I'm just no, <laughs> no, 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 no. no. I was like, uh huh, yeah, yeah. uh huh. Tell me more. No, we uh, we so went back we to the bar. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> no, uh, I think Jackie suggested that we uh, we go to the bar and ask them to make espresso martinis. And oh, uh, sure. yeah. so this yeah. has become our. This is going to be our new tradition. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't sleep at all that night. The bar staff <laughs> did not know how to make an espresso martini. Yeah, we we showed them how. I guess. But the funny thing yeah. is, though, so we ordered four espresso martinis, and then everybody's looking around. You know, everybody's in the lobby, kind of waiting for the uh, award ceremony to start yeah. in the uh, hotel bar lobby, and we start looking around, and then all of a sudden we notice. Everybody else is carrying espresso martinis too. And then at the end of it, the bartender started like garnishing the espresso martinis with like little coffee beans and stuff. So it just kind of caught on like wildfire. It we was the it first was so time funny. in my life that yeah. I felt like the cool kid. Yeah, I know. It was, right. <laughs> it's goofy. Thanks but. to you guys, they had to go to the store, yeah. get yeah. coffee beans. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was really fancy. a lot of fun yeah. though. That's funny. <laughs> it's a funny story. Yeah. Josh, obviously the head brewer here, but Ben, you started brewing at home. Who's who's doing most of the recipe creation? <laughs> I'm pointing strong, at Josh. Yeah, it's, points it's over just, at Josh. Yeah, it's no, it's pretty collaborative yeah. though. It's, yeah, um, I mean, it we was collaborate. more so early on, mm-hmm. but that's just the the nature of the beast. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Sure. You divide and conquer. So I definitely discuss everything I'm going to do um, with Ben here um, before I do it. Obviously, but yeah. he has a lot of trust in me, and I certainly appreciate that. And um, yeah, it's it's a great. It's very. I still think it's very collaborative. And it's just a great, uh, it's a great working relationship. Yeah. I, it, it absolutely is. I'm glad, I'm glad you say that. Yeah. I, I would, I love being involved in it. And, uh, I think Josh humors me most of the time. So. <laughs> I'm going to clean on a mash yeah, ton, man. Yeah. Any day, yeah, yeah. any day, sir. I, I told you the week that I did, it was what, two <laughs> yeah. or three weeks ago. I was having a particularly long and rough day at work at ET. And, uh, I, I came over here. Josh had a stuck mash. It yeah. was this magic hour that we're about to taste, which actually I think turned out maybe yeah, the best one. Remarkably yet. well, yeah. Uh, but it was, uh, <laughs> it was a 15, 16 hour day. It was day one of those days. Oh, yeah. It was one of those dumb But days, I came yeah. over after, after work and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm here. What can we do? And <laughs> well, I couldn't, couldn't wait to get my hands dirty. Yeah. And I was Here's like, the boots, get the it, it was exactly. the best moment of my week, actually. So I, I love getting involved when I can. But uh, Josh knows it's it's uh, it's mostly his his doing. He's responsible for the for what you're tasting here today. That's yeah, fun. The, yeah. mad, the yeah. mad science. Ma- is fine. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, you hinted to it. Let's uh, magic oh, hour. So this, this is not magic hour. This is not magic, oh, this hour. Is not magic um, hour. We're, We'll get there. We'll this get there. Is, okay. Yeah. Well, in that case, let's try the next. Yeah. One. This yeah. is the transition to the hoppy phase yeah, of the evening. Okay. So this is our light bulb logger series. We have a lot of series here. So this is kind of an experimental, what we're calling a West Coast Pilsner. You've seen a pop up basically. It's a Pilsner oh, yeah. with American hops. Uh, it's hopped. I wouldn't say exactly like an IPA, closer to probably like a pale ale, but um, it has a really nice assertive hop, hoppiness, not necessarily bitter, but hoppy. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one has um, the, the, so let me back up for a second. The point of this was to, um, introduce kind of like an experimental hop series into this, like a single hop. So this one is Strata, which I love. I absolutely love that hop. It's the becoming one of the the newest hot hops, I guess you can say. But <laughs> one, of the, one of the cool hops. In the yeah, town. I just love the flavor profile, mm-hmm. and I think it worked really well with the Pilsner base. So mm-hmm. it's it's light. It's not overpowering, but um, you know, it's it's has an assertiveness that I think is actually kind of pleasant. Yeah, you get a lot of that hop on the nose. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it almost smells like an IPA. Yeah, exactly. Very strong, but you dig in there, it's nice and light. Mm-hmm. Got a little hop, not a little hop, got a nice amount of hop to clean things mm-hmm. up and, and keep it interesting. Yeah. It's a soft body to it, yeah. too, kind of a rounded sort of thing. We didn't want it to be too sharp. Yeah. You know, and that was... Uh, I would say that's the key difference uh, between what we're doing here and what's traditionally, I think, described as an IPL. Yeah. First of all, I I think the average person doesn't know what an IPL is. Like, <laughs> I, I know what an IPL is. IPA <laughs> is in the zeitgeist. Everyone, even if you're not, not a beer drinker, knows what mm-hmm. it is. You put IPL on the menu and, and nobody knows. But I think... Looks the, like a typo. Yes. yes. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> I think this is something that's... The difference is just the uh, the hop is is all post fermentation. It's all whirlpool. There's no there's no real bitterness here. I mean, it's no no no. What's the IBU on this thing? I mean, 
four. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Twenty something. It's 20, like twenty five or something yeah. like that. Nice yeah, and yeah. And what's ABV on here? Oh God, um, like ish five point three. Yeah, five I mean, three. Yeah, yeah. It, it drinks like if if you're if you're needing to drive home and you can have sure. one more beer, mm-hmm. this is it. Because sometimes you want that last hoppy beer and seven percent. Mm-hmm. You're like, well, maybe I shouldn't have. Yeah. It. But this is nice and light. It goes down. Super easy. Yeah. And uh, luckily, it's not too high on the ABV, so you can have a couple of them. Absolutely. And, and again, that kind of speaks to that approachability that we're really trying to do. You know, yeah. we want we want people to enjoy themselves without, you know, stumbling out of here, basically. <laughs> right. And I think beer can be that. You know, there, there can be these, like, super, you know, super al- alcohol bombs, too. There's a place for that, too. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we... This is what we like to drink. So yeah, it's my yeah. biggest complaint about a lot of breweries that make great beer, but you go in mm-hmm. and everything's eight and above. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. like, well, I, I guess I'll have one then. It's you like have eight IPAs that are you know, <laughs> six and a half plus, and yeah. So you start at double and work your way up to triple. IPAs? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Where's my sessionable beer? That was mm-hmm. something else that uh, that I really thought that Josh's sensibility when it came to that brought to the table in my mind too, because I actually would go into breweries like that. And be super stoked on it. I'd be like, awesome. I'm going to taste five different beers that are 9% and above. And I, and I, I loved that at the time. Mm-hmm. I feel like the more I got into brewing, the older I got as well. Yeah. It's just, you can't do it. You don't want to do it. We have one stout on the menu. I think it's really good. I mm-hmm. think we're still, we're still working on it and Absolutely. it's going to get better and we're going to do some different fun things with it, uh, in the fall. But it's probably the one beer that we have on the menu that I am, probably never going to order myself <laughs> yeah, I know. It's because just... it's like you know when i'm here all the time we're drinking a lot of five percent right. beers mm-hmm. yeah it's a 10.2 percent imperial Ooh, stout yeah. so Hello. yeah yeah gets your attention maybe yeah. not the best shift beer yeah exactly no, not, not exactly your yeah <laughs> nothing thirst quenching about that. <laughs> no no yeah. no yeah i i'll speak for me as i got a little older my tolerance dropped a little mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. it's like oh i can't do three nine percent beers yeah. and drive home now it's like i'll do three four or five exactly. maybe six percent beers yeah. and be okay to drive yeah. but right. uh, i appreciate because i like to walk into new places and order literally everything they have yeah if i've never Ooh, been yeah. here before but like, give me flights of everything mm-hmm. i want to try it all and so when most of them are nearing double digits it's not so easy to do but <laughs> yeah i i appreciate the lower uh abv on these the spot we're here in north hollywood there's a lot of super iconic bars around we've been to idle hour mm-hmm. many oh yeah time. place is great yeah <laughs> why why'd you choose here what was well i live close by um i don't live in north hollywood but i live right over by universal okay i've worked it's in studio city for many years i'm familiar with the area um when i first moved to la it was 2004 you know, there, w- there wasn't a whole lot going on here. It's really, the area has really changed and grown over the past 10 to 15 years. And we always just, we always thought that this is a neighborhood that's in need of a brewery. Yeah. Uh, our whole section of town was in need of a brewery and North Hollywood felt a little bit more old school, slightly industrial still, and just ripe for this kind of thing. You know, we've got some breweries, uh, trustworthy Lincoln, Bruce Brothers now in Burbank. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's McLeod in Van Nuys. Oh, yeah. There's this whole pocket here in the middle, and this whole, you know, it's still East Valley, East Central Valley mm-hmm. that's that just needed something like this. We always thought that it's um, like a dead spot almost. It is yeah. like a dead spot, <laughs> and we, uh, you know, we were looking at places starting probably three years ago now. Mm-hmm. Nothing was available here. Nothing we liked. We ended up looking all over the city. Uh, and this popped up in February of 2019, and we kind of jumped on it. We just we saw the potential of it where we're sitting right now. Used to be offices. Mm. We're like, no, this is going to be seating, and you're going to look down at the brew house. Did you have to knock walls down over here? We had to knock oh, yeah. walls down here. We're we're up on a on a second floor mezzanine, yep. I guess you mm-hmm, call mm-hmm. it. We're overlooking the tanks and the tap room, and it's it's really cool. Second yeah. floor mezzanine, which you can rent for a small fee <laughs> <laughs> for the low, low price. Yes, yes. But no, most of the time, it's it's open to the public. But it, it's I, I'm surprised, and maybe it's because of COVID. It's nice that we have. That was another thing we really wanted to have something that we could do an outdoor space with. Mm-hmm. The parking lot was just big enough that we could yep. maintain parking. And still be able to do a little bit of a patio. It just kind of all worked out, works itself out that way. And what's the uh, the huge light bulb in the parking lot? Uh, great question. <laughs> I was just going to, that was where I was going. My mind was racing to what I wanted to Every say Every time next. we come here, we're like, yeah. what the hell is that What thing? is that? So, 
I just recently found out, I thought that that was the logo of the previous tenant. It was. They made it theirs. We're going to make it ours as well. Oh, nice. I would like to tell you the name of the business that was here two businesses ago, but somebody recently told me. I always thought it was from Burns and Sawyer. Okay. So the name of our sour beer is Burns and Sour after Burns and Sawyer. Nice. Who is, you know, they're an iconic uh, film lighting equipment rental house Mm -hmm. in Hollywood. Started in Hollywood. We're here for a number of years. Owned this building. They're right across the street from Eagle Rock Brewing now. Oh, okay. Anyway, good guys over there. Yeah. Um, they kind of, they, they come for a beer every so often. They're <laughs> like, wait, you turned our space into a brewery? That's awesome. Uh, but that, that the light bulb was their logo, was actually the logo of the previous tenant before them. Mm. So we're going to repaint it here in the next, hopefully, month or so, put it back up with our logo. And that was how this beer got its namesake. Light the Lightbulb Lager. The Lightbulb Lager <laughs> series is going to be our evolving, rotating hop yeah. series Pilsner. Well, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah the first time we're here, we're like, what is that? Is that on purpose? Is that What's that Q-tip on the par- yes. in the parking was lot there? Was there an earthquake? <laughs> yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> what the hell is coming on? You know, I get less questions about that than I would actually think that I would. Like, yeah. It's just this dumb light bulb that's sitting in the middle of the parking lot right now. <laughs> I don't now. even notice it anymore. I don't I'm so either. used to it. I don't either. That's Occasionally, I think, yeah, we got to put that up. How much is that going to cost? Uh, we can wait <laughs> yeah. another month. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And then speaking of like locations, you guys just sort of, I don't want to say opened up, but partnered with someone. You have like a satellite tap room now. Yeah, we do. my hood, actually. Yeah. yeah. Talk about that a little bit. So this is one of our, our original partners who is also our uh, our attorney. Uh, Drew Pletcher is part owner of Oak and Iron in Thousand Oaks. And it's always he, nice to have a lawyer on your team. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, hurt. Yeah. Yeah. No. It doesn't hurt. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't hurt. He helped us. He helped me out, especially early on. <laughs> With the what am I doing questions, how can we get through this? Exactly. There's a lot of red tape to cut in opening anything, but yeah. particularly a brewery. But anyway, he's one of the founding uh, members of Oak and Iron, an owner over there. And he liked what we were doing. He's liked what I've been brewing all throughout. He likes especially what you're doing now, Josh. <laughs> oh, shucks. And he was like, well, how soon can we get this in here? This is going to be great. We're going to make this into a satellite tap room. We'll still do our. They do amazing cocktails over oh, there. Oh, it's, by the it's way. incredible yeah. there. Yeah. That place is great. Have you you've been? Oh, Greg, we, yeah, a couple it's, times. I mean, it's, it's like yeah. two miles from our house. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. We love that place. And That's during dangerous. the pandemic, <laughs> they would deliver yeah. to our house. So we had some cocktails delivered. Oh, they they, they That's make how them. they survived. That's yeah, right. they yeah. make them. They put in little plastic jugs. Looks like little milk jugs. Uh-huh. And uh, we we had a couple of good. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet. That was good times. But it's nice because one thing, not to talk badly about them, but they never had a great beer selection when you're in there. Sometimes mm-hmm. I, just, I don't feel like drinking a cocktail. And so it's nice sure. to have you guys in there. That's awesome. Or even if you're going to come in, it's it's hard, especially on a school night, to have more than one yeah. cocktail. So it's good to know that you can have more, multiple drinks and still be able enjoy to- Enjoy your evening and enjoy, enjoy, yeah, the, enjoy, enjoy your, your next day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will say yeah. their cocktails are not-, not uh, light no 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 no. they're too good though they go they're too easy to drink oh yeah they they hide that very well (laughs) yeah fantastic Um, you guys want to switch flight yeah all right so we have a fresh flight in front of us Mm -hmm. yes we do what is this first beer we have so this is the um the dankersham Dankersham. our first beer that's our west coast ipa i'd say it has a nice uh fairly assertive hot presence but it's not overly so mm-hmm. it's a little bit more balanced i think than the uh than your classic west coast so it's sort of a modern interpretation of that i would agree uh, with that yeah. assessment so named for lancashire boulevard which we are close <laughs> yeah. to i like that yeah 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 a lot of hop on the nose in fact i would say that the if you're not a huge hop head the nose scares me more than the actual drinking yeah. of the beer mm-hmm. it's, it's not nearly as dank as as the nose would imply nice and balanced a lot of dank on the end to kind of round things out, but yep. uh, again, it goes back to that uh, that approachability thing. You know, it's yep. it's a it's a very drinkable Dankersham, and or <laughs> very it's a very well, yeah, it's a very drink, drinkable, drinkable Dankersham, Dankersham. yeah, yes. but a uh, very drinkable IPA, yeah. uh, and now available in cans. Ooh. Yes, that was the plug that I was waiting for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to get into that a little bit. I mean, yeah. you guys uh, apparently are insane, and you decided yes. to open a brewery yes. during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. First of all, why? No choice. No <laughs> yeah. choice but to do it. We were kind of, uh, we were so far along in the process that there was no place to go. But There's back. no turning we, back. You know, <laughs> honestly, we would have gone forward if there was, uh, you know, if a hurricane, tornado, sure. uh, you know, tsunami and earthquake all hit at the t- same time. I think we were going forward with this no matter what. It's a, it's a passion for all of us. There was no turning back. 
but really, you know, any I, I, anybody who starts a brewery knows it's not a one-year process. It's a five-year process. It's yeah. it's just something. Double your that, money and triple your time. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's the joke. Absolutely. Yeah. And I never understood it until I was in it. I would be like, mm, how is that possible? How is that how time works? And yeah. I'm definitely going to be able to do this faster. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Well, and that's one thing, like a lot of breweries had to, I guess, transition once the pandemic hit. You guys opened key mid pandemic, sort of as, as things were opening back up. And then we've kind of gone backwards mm-hmm. a little bit. But did you guys go from like, Hey, we're going to be a great tap room to like, Oh shit, cans. We need cans, all the cans. <laughs> yeah. yeah to, to an extent. I mean, we still, we still maintain that, that tap room model. You can look around and see this space and, and know that. This was meant to be a good tap room. It was meant to, oh, it's, you know, it's gorgeous. Designed yeah, to be a destination. It, it was des- designed yeah. to be a destination. That's a good way of putting it. There was definitely a point during the pandemic when where we pivoted a little bit, and we were like, "Yes, cans. Mm-hmm. We, we've got to get those much sooner than we thought." And as a result of it, we have Dankershim and our our rice lager passport to party mm-hmm. available in cans. And by the end of the month, we'll have our noho boho and our magic, magic hour. hour. Yeah, oh, nice. Yeah. I love the name Passport to Party. Yeah, yeah, it's great. <laughs> Is it like one of those uh, you could you could drink this whenever you want slash maybe a little beer pong or? Uh, exactly. It's it's <laughs> yeah. it's meant to be a crushable beer that you can drink, and I, I, it was a beer that I believed in all along. I think that one took a little bit of convincing, Josh. Yeah, is that right? It's yeah. A, you were just like, are you sure? I was very on the fence about that beer. I'm like, is this what you want to do? Okay. I, I don't know. I, I have sure. had a bunch yeah. of rice lagers and I eat quite a bit of sushi. That might help too. <laughs> oh, but yeah. it was, it, it's, it's the perfect sushi beer, but it's also the perfect crushable beer pong, pool day, <laughs> whatever. <sighs> Should I tell this story? I think so you wh- must. Of where, what the, are of, you, where are you going of with where this? The, of where the name comes from. It's just, it's kind of stupid. There was a speech that Governor Newsom gave oh, during yes. the pandemic. Okay. That like we all laughed at when everybody <laughs> mm-hmm. was talking about testing during the pandemic. And he said, if you get a, a negative test is not a passport to party. <laughs> well, there's and, a beer name. <laughs> and we said, that's a beer name. And uh, that was like our, our inside joke. Yeah. And it, it, it just stuck because that feels like a, a good party beer name. But I mean, that's how beer names come about. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's some of the we have, best. We have yeah. no routine when it comes There's to There's no rhyme beers. or reason to it. Josh yeah. has a running list mm-hmm. that we all veto most, most of. Most of them are bad. Most yeah. of them are bad. But occasionally there's a real gem and something. Yeah. Like you named No Ho Boho. You named probably half of the beers. I guess I did. Yeah. 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 But it was uh, the inspiration comes from everywhere. Yeah. But uh, I think you and and Jackie were sitting on the beach and mm-hmm. said, no ho boho. <laughs> yeah, I texted our, him. That's yeah. the name for our Czech That's Pilsner. The That's the name. Yes, that Perfect. is it. Yeah. <laughs> In addition to a beer, I think a fantastic t-shirt would be Passport to Party. Yes. Absolutely. What yes. could we do with that? Yes. Yeah, that could be good. All right. I wanna, well, there's what, your merch idea. What would you, what would you put in it? <laughs> I mean, that could be Give anything. Me. There could be people, you know, like playing yeah. beer pong or partying. Okay, okay. Or, and, you could have multiple shirts. I mean, this could be a whole series. This could be your arrogant bastard. Where it's a whole spinoff. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. We're not Ooh. clearly not doing enough with that right now. No, I'm, I'm yeah, with no. you. We I'm with you. We'll do it. Yeah. We'll do it. We need that shirt. Yeah. And rock the hell out of that yeah. thing. Uh, all right. So you guys are canning now and, and eventually even more. You guys have food trucks on the regular. Oh, yeah. Every night. Yeah. How does that work out? Like, do you do you post it online so people can figure it we'll out? We'll post and... it to our stories. We'll occasionally do a post about it. You know, people ask, are you doing this because of the pandemic? And there was a point in time, I think before we were open, where breweries had to have a food truck. This was part of the plan for us all along, really. I don't, uh, maybe now I do more so now, (laughs) but before I was starting a brewery, I don't really go to breweries that way. I would love a food option when I go, and I'm kind of bummed when I don't because it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, we're really loving this beer, and now I got, now I have to go down the street to somewhere that might have decent beer or something that I want to drink, but well, you know, and I even just from need a tolerance that level, it's, yeah. that's one less yeah. beer you can have because yeah. you're not eating any food. Exactly. Yeah, so. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Beer and food go hand in hand. That's been uh, one of the goals from the get-go. Yeah. I think we've done a good job of being able to have something in here every yeah. night. We're starting to par- partner with some really good uh, oh, yeah. pop-ups and food trucks mm-hmm. in general. So mm-hmm. we're really starting to kind of... Uh, 
you know, the dust is starting to settle, so to speak. Yeah, it is. It and is. we're really starting to see what works, what doesn't work, and that kind of stuff. And then people who are reliable, that's the biggest thing is reliability. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. that's what I hear a lot with food yeah, trucks. big time. Yeah, yeah they're, they're pretty flaky. But, but yeah. our guys are, are have been very reliable. I'll, I'll shout out to a couple of them. So Cheeseburgers in Paradise on mm. Tuesday nights at Lawless. Uh, Four Horsemen <laughs> Barbecue on Ooh. Wednesday nights at Lawless. Very good. Nelson, right. a yeah. very good dude. All, all these guys are good guys. Yeah. And... Uh, Pacifico Fish, what's the name of it? I don't know. They're really good. They've been here on Fridays. Nice. Pizza on Mondays, mm-hmm. and it's been it's been a good revolving lineup for us that's worked out really well. Yeah, we're getting a good relationship yeah. with the food. Yeah. And so far, beans. all good uh, beer food, too. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. It's key. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what's, what's next in our... Uh, magic Hour. Fire. Ooh, Magic Hour. Yes. So this... Uh, I'll let you talk about it more, Josh, but I feel like this beer was the bane of my existence for about six months about two years ago <laughs> i loved the hazy style and i and i still do i don't uh i don't drink as many of them as i used to but it was something that i was always very interested in and josh was very interested in coming as close to perfecting it as possible and figuring out what makes a hazy a hazy and that's you know, probably a conversation for a whole other <laughs> yeah. podcast, but there's a lot that goes into it. You can go into a little bit of I it here, know. but people think, you know, I think maybe the average person thinks maybe it's filtered versus unfiltered. Maybe it's using just that Conan strain of yeast. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more that goes mm-hmm. into it than that. I think a lot of people too kind of think of this as sort of a throwaway style. Mm. And um, there's some definite unusual things about brewing it, but it is surprisingly tricky to brew and get right because you can mess up this beer very, very easily. Yeah. So, you know, getting that hot presence, but not having it taste like a West Coast, maintaining the haze, getting the proper body, you know, all these things have that kind of like work in harmony to get that profile right that people actually want to drink and then drink another one you know and especially visually a yeah. lot of times you you make mm-hmm. a quote-unquote hazy mm-hmm. and it, it tastes clear great, but yeah <laughs> yeah but it uh, does not look hazy this one is nice and i think that's the perfect definition of haze yeah mm-hmm. not chunky new england oh no yeah, yeah this is hazy. nothing floating and in that's it a, you know? that's another <laughs> yeah. thing that comes into play too is mm-hmm. when you're dry hopping it how much you're dry hopping it Yep. Uh, Temperatures, all that kind of stuff. And the hot burn that goes into Mm -hmm. it and figuring Mm -hmm. out when the right time to keg it is. It's an interesting style. Yeah, Yeah, it's an interesting little style for sure. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Do you know off the top of your head what hops are in this one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, Citra Mosaic, of course, and uh, El Dorado, which I really love. So El Dorado gives you like a a pineapple, almost like a Jolly Rancher kind of candy sort of uh, feel to it. And as this ages, it actually, um, the Eldorado, I think, becomes a little bit more prevalent. That candy-like. Yeah, yeah, it becomes more candy-like and almost like a pineapple juice kind of a thing. Yeah, it's got a little bit of that tropicalness. Yeah, very it. tropical. Um, Eldorado and Strata right now are probably my two favorite hops, I would say. You know, I just love playing with those. And right. I should probably make an Eldorado and Strata beer. I never I hadn't really thought of Do that it. until, yeah. Like, yeah. Legit, like, literally right now. Yeah. But, but, but this next yeah. beer, not to jump ahead too quick, but it, it's its double IPA sister. Mm-hmm. That has the same three hops in it plus Strata. Yeah. Well, right? actually, it does yeah. not have Eldorado anymore. Oh, it does not have. Okay. No. So yeah. it's got Citra Mosaic and, and Strata. Strata. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's dig right into yeah. it. Let's, yeah, let's yeah. do a little comparison, a little so, beer science, if you will. Yeah. So uh, much bigger, uh, much bigger, obviously hazier, a little bit more of a hot presence. Mm-hmm. Especially up front, you really get that that tropical punch mm-hmm. right yeah. away. If um, if the magic hour was, I would say, like ripe to overripe fruit, mm-hmm. this is um, underripe to ripe, I would say. You know, you get, it's a little bit um, more tart, but in a good way. Yeah. You know, but, um, you I know, it's get a little still... more of the sweetness from the fruit, too. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's a different profile. And this is a double? Yeah, That's this is a double. double. Yeah. This is eight and a half percent. This is... It's nice. It doesn't taste like it, though. It doesn't <laughs> no, drink like it. No. This is dangerous. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you sort of answered my next question, which is like, is there a hop you're currently crushing on right now? Yeah, it's definitely, um, I'd say recently it's Strata for sure with, uh, Eldorado trailing right behind it. But I'm loving the new, um, you know, the new hops that come out. It was kind of funny when I first got into brewing, the sea hops were really hot. You know, you oh, got yeah. the Cascade, the Centennial, you know, even Citra. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it seemed like it was like the S hops, uh, you know, Strata, Samba, uh, what's the, I don't know. <laughs> there's, oh, yeah, that there's a, yeah. <laughs> my memory escapes me but yeah. they were all s's i swear we're eight um, beers deep now, yeah, so. exactly <laughs> um but oh, no it's just funny we? how it's changing i've been seeing this hop kind of making its way around now talus i haven't really worked mm-hmm. with it but i've seen a lot of uh brewers start to use that and mm-hmm. they, it seems like it's being pushed now as like the next kind of hot hop but 
you know, I, I wanna, can't wait to do I'm, a Pilsner with that. I'm really excited that? to yeah. play with that kind of stuff. That's where I feel like I've seen it most is like in a Pilsner type of application. Okay. Yeah. It's a little lighter and not so, so yeah. big and. That's the beauty of our, our of our light bulb blogger series. It allows yeah. these hops that are maybe yeah, a little so more fun. subtle to kind of like pop. And, and unlike yeah. an IPA, like a rotating IPA, mm-hmm. you really get more of that hop because the, I think the body so. is yep. so light. Exactly. That's why we kind of wanted to do it that way. And you know, we'll we'll sacrifice the time for the flavor profile that we need. Yeah, or that we want. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. Yeah, collaborations. Yes. You guys have any like dream collaborations? Oh my god, dream collaborations! Jeez, <laughs> go ahead. You can I'm just flattered that. that people ask me. I know. Um, you I know. know. <laughs> I'm just happy to be a part of it. No, no, no. We have a couple of collabs in the uh, in, in the, the works, works kind of yeah. coming up. We'll keep those under wraps for now. But I mean, you know, absolutely, there's some fantastic breweries out there that we would like love to collab with. You know, and that that's the and I think it speaks more to the nature of the um, the industry as a whole. You know, it is that kind of friendly sort of um, you know camaraderie. Absolutely, kind of lends itself to you know um, as they come up, we will assess. And, uh, you know, <laughs> well, it seems like the pandemic has really brought out a lot of collaborations. Absolutely, it's become even more popular than ever. Strength in numbers, yeah, yeah absolutely. I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> get everyone's name out there. Yeah, uh, what's next for Lawless? What's your what next? Is uh, next for Lawless? Great question. Well, I think right now we're focusing on maybe expanding our distribution footprint just a little bit. That's a good kind of uh, expanding outside. That's a good answer to that. We of the tap room, absolutely. So we, uh, you know, not in a major way, but the idea is to to get the brand, the name, the beer out there a little bit more. We already have a handful of uh, some of our favorite bars that we're into right (laughs) now, and with with a lot more to come. Yeah. Um, So we're excited just to be to be getting it out there. You know, people always ask me all the time, like, is this, does this feel real for you yet? Or have you settled into it? The answer is no. And I really think that that's going to come in. There's going to be a day that we go into, you know, one of our favorite bars and it's like, oh, no, that it's, we're on tap here. This is awesome. That's great. I forgot. (laughs) It's like the band hearing themselves on the radio. Exactly. That's the band. Yeah. 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 No, no, no. That's a good comparison. <laughs> um, before we wrap things up with what I like to end the show with uh, rapid fire questions, yeah. we have two more beers that we must try. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What do we have right here? Okay. It's hazy esque. Yes, yes. So this is our Burns and Sour. Okay. Um, We've transitioned from hoppy to sour. Oh, it yeah. smells amazing. So it's our it's a kettle sour, you know, very approachable, um, you know, uh, kettle soured wheat beer. Um, with this one is a pog, so you're talking passion fruit, orange, and guava. It's my favorite in a sour. Yeah, oh. it's amazing. It's very juicy, very refreshing, uh, very crushable, but 5.9%, so mm. it will sneak up on you. But I like the alcohol a little bit higher because I think the bo- it lends to a little bit of body and flavor, mm-hmm. um, which I... I, you know, I, I find a lot of these kettle sours can be a little lacking. Sure. With body uh, <laughs> a little bit. There's the um, brew pup. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> brew dogs. What's brew a dogs. what's a brewery without yeah, a couple of exactly. dogs? <laughs> yeah. I absolutely love this and I'm gonna keep experimenting with different um, with different puree combinations and, and kind of play with that. It's just fun. You know, this is a one of the styles where we can experiment and, you know, maybe go out color outside the lines a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, so to speak. I mean Pog is my favorite for yeah. a, a, a sour, fruited sour mm-hmm. profile. But you guys your other sour one hardware, right? Oh yeah, so we won a bronze for the previous, the predecessor to this, which was a the first in the series. Yeah, was... first in the series was a mango tangerine variant. Okay, so the base is the same, and we just kind of like you know we kind of pepper in the purees um, right. as we as we see fit. Yeah, we had that one the first time. We you guys have been open like two weeks, mm-hmm. and that was our favorite beer of the day. Yeah, that one was. Yeah, phenomenal. we're going to be revisiting that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, yeah. and this is just as good. I, I love Pog. I love that Thank tropical you. fruit. Sour it scratches that itch, right? I can't yeah. believe it's five point nine. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have like eight of these. Yeah, today. exactly. It's, yeah, <laughs> it is so good. But that's one thing that I loved about it. that. That ABV was something that you know we've all had Berliner Weiss, and I never took to any of them personally because I was like, do I really like it? Just tastes watery at three or four <laughs> percent. I just that's my palate personally. Yeah. So no, exactly. I had never even liked this style until you had brewed it at Abigail. And I was like, oh, well, that's, yes, please do. Well, let's, that's just fine. Yeah. <laughs> you, I love that <laughs> you're doing, things. I love what you're doing here. And this yeah. is, let's do more of that. For this, you know, I'm not, I'm not so much of a, uh, of a style Nazi when it comes to this kind of <laughs> stuff. Um, you know, have a little fun and, you know, I just wanted to brew something and I wanted to drink and I like it a little bit higher in alcohol because yeah. again, I think it lends to the flavor in the body. So yeah, it's, it's really well balanced. I mean, mm-hmm. I've already praised the, the pog part of it, but it's really well balanced. It is so crushable. Yeah. I mean, hot day beer. 
that's it. Right that's there. it. Yeah, it's, it's perfect. Even if you're not a huge beer drinker, which yeah. I know a lot of people that come here, you know, they're they're being drugged by their nose with somebody else here. <laughs> you know, I get it. I get it. Um, you know, if you're not a beer drinker, try this. This is what we always recommend. You yeah, know, try that. And um, you know, people are pleasantly surprised. I think. And what is this uh, okay. wine colored? <laughs> this is this is our interesting beer. When and we're we're trying to do some fun off the wall stuff and. This is a beer that I really like personally. I don't. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about it? Do you oh, like? Oh no, it, I love it. Are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, what's the name of it first? The name of this is Lawless Latte. Mm. Yeah, we're drinking it probably to about sixty-five degrees. Right? Probably, yeah, it's a little it's warmer than maybe it was meant to yeah. be. Yeah. <laughs> it's approaching coffee temperature, yeah. right? <laughs> and it's on nitro as well, so it's probably even less carbonated than it was an hour ago when we poured it, but. So it's a golden stout, um, which means it's blonde, but it kind of has the flavor uh, profile of a of a dark stout, of a traditional stout. Mm-hmm. We partnered with um, a coffee company in L.A. called Unity. Um, they brewed, you know, we sampled a bunch of different um, varieties of coffee, found one that we liked that was fruity and not roasty. Mm. And that played so well with the base that we use in this. It's a um, it's what we're calling like a golden ale base with sure. some lactose. Um, lactose just adds a little bit of body, some subtle sweetness. You know, we used a small percentage of coffee and some uh, really high quality vanilla extract in the, um, you know, in the bright tank upon transfer. And I think it came out great. I think yeah. it's a really mm-hmm. fun beer. You know, it, it does legitimately taste like a latte and, mm-hmm. uh, but it's blonde. Right. So it's fun. You know, it's just a fun thing. Yeah. You nailed it with the, yeah. the latte. I love, I sound like I'm just gushing over like all your beers here. Oh. I, I love coffee, like golden coffee stouts. Mm-hmm. They're so good. I, I love when you give them to somebody who's maybe not in the know mm-hmm. with yeah. beer. You go, here, try this. They're like, what is this, like a Bud Light? Like, yeah, no, exactly. no, no. No, try it. Seriously. Just drink yeah. it. It's, yeah. it's going to be delicious. I love, yeah. I, I love coffee in my beer. I, I mean, I even like coffee IPAs. I yeah. like coffee in just about anything. So this, uh, really hits that spot for like, I want something coffee and mm-hmm. big, but it's not a big stout. Exactly. Twenty percent. Yeah. Um, What is the ABV on this one? Mm. It's a little higher. It's like six, six and a half. Six and a half percent. Still approachable. Oh my god! Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. absolutely. Because this isn't something you're gonna. And obviously, this is like meant to be kind of sipped a little bit too. And this isn't something you're gonna knock back twenty of them anyway. You know, it's just a fun. It's just a fun. You know, we like to have a little bit of fun, and this is just kind of a one of our little fun kind of little side projects that we do. Are you gonna keep making it? Yeah, we'll, we'll have different we'll have different variants, different of, variants sure. of that, like different yeah. coffees. Part or... of the fun for me too is the, uh, the day the days that I'm working in the tap room. Somebody comes in and might not be the biggest beer fan, mm-hmm. and uh, I think this is where is it Ennegrin who has the beer that's called the lightest one. Yeah. The lightest one. For the yeah. lightest one. Yeah. yeah, people will come in and ask for that, and I, it doesn't. It's a question that doesn't bother me at all. It's like, okay, if you're into light beer, we have a lot of options there. You know. People sometimes are afraid to admit this, and it doesn't bother me at all because I'm not in the mood for a beer 100% of the time. Sure. Yeah. So, you know, what do you have that's maybe less beer-like? And it, it's nice to be able to point to that Burns and Sour. It's nice to be able to point to the Lawless Latte and say, oh, here's something that I think you're going to really enjoy. Do you like coffee? Here's something that you're really yeah. going to enjoy. Yeah. I and I think and it just shows it. how much fun beer can be. Too. Absolutely. You know what I mean? The, the point about beer is it's not pretentious. It's a beer. It's a beverage mm-hmm. of the people. You know, it's approachable. Yeah. It doesn't have to be. It could be elevated if you want it to be, but it doesn't sure. have to be. And you can have fun with it. And that's kind of what we're doing in a lot of the stuff that we that we try to do. And it, what's nice is you have so much on the board, too. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh, here's our four offerings. Exactly. So much and variety. half of them are pale ales or you know, <laughs> right. IPAs. You know, here's our that. three hazies. Yeah. Not that I'm one that. Stout. You know, I like a good hazy, but yeah. uh, it's all the rage right now. Yeah. No, this is phenomenal. You guys, uh, for being open only a few months, you're absolutely killing it. Your your beers are are phenomenal. I thank you. Take really the appreciate that. Burns yeah. and sour here. <laughs> yeah. And the lawless latte. Nice. I love it. I love <laughs> it. You guys. No, just kidding. Yeah. We're gonna end it with some rapid fire questions. Mm-hmm. So you guys just first thing that comes to your mind. What's the first beer you ever drink? Oh, uh, Yingling Lager. Same. Same. <laughs> Yingling. Good answer. First beer you ever brewed? Oh, um, Irish Red from a kit, all extract. <laughs> Actually, no, that's wrong. Mr. Beer Cherry Brown oh. Ale. Oh, that <laughs> yeah, awful. it was fantastic. No, Cherry. it wasn't. Yeah, mine was it. Mine was Mr. Beer as well. I was going back <laughs> to the garage, but let's go further. I yeah. it was my old apartment, and it was Mr. Beer and extract 
garbage in it with some kind of uh, pale ale. Yeah. And they all came yeah. out tasting like apple juice, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Very cidery, yes. What is your favorite style to brew? Right now, I'm in love with lagers. I just love it. I love brewing them. They're very straightforward. And, and the technical ability that it takes to, to produce a nice, clean, light lager is just, I, I love that challenge. So mm-hmm. I just really like brewing that. I mean, Josh is doing the brewing, so he can speak better than that. But I'm, oh, okay. I'm with you on that. I get excited for the loggers, and it's, it's, it's a funny thing that I never thought that I would say three years ago. I know, me too. But yeah. here we are. Yeah. Cans or bottles? Oh, cans for sure. Absolutely. Well, it depends on what you're talking about. Large format bottles for nice sour beers, but cans are a better package, I think, overall. Yeah. Yeah. Good for hiking. Agreed. Yeah. Okay. Cans. Favorite beer food pairing? Ooh. 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 <laughs> Um, pizza and whatever is in my hand. Pizza um, and cold. <laughs> yeah, pizza and cold. No, no, no. This is going to be weird, but I like a, this is going to sound really weird. I like a Flanders red mm-hmm. with, Ooh, good with, choice. Uh, with like a dessert, like a, like a oh, chocolate yeah. lava cake or okay. something like Damn. that, which might, you might think would clash, but my palate may be a little weird, but I don't know. I love I that love flavor. It. I'm I love down that for flavor. It. Comp, I love it. Uh, I'm going to go sushi and, and, like a Japanese lager, well, like our passport to party. Like the passport yeah, to party. <laughs> Having the pa- I had the passport to party with sushi to go that mm-hmm. we had the other night. I, I went to bed happy that night. <laughs> nice while nice. wearing the passport to party shirt. Right? Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's, it's coming. Yeah. <laughs> it's Wednesday night. What are you drinking? Wow, Wednesday night. What am I drinking? I am going to be drinking one of our fantastic lagers. No, probably the Noho Boho. Honestly, this is going back to our food truck again. We have mm-hmm. this amazing barbecue on Wednesday night. Oh, yeah. I'm pairing that with a with an IPA. I'm eating a lot of barbecue and pairing that with uh, <laughs> with a Dankershim on, uh, nice. on Wednesday night. That's nights. a good Wednesday, yeah. man. Yeah. What is your beercation destination? Oh, man. Um, well, I, I've been to the Czech Republic, uh, Belgium, and Munich now. I would like to actually revisit Munich for Oktoberfest because I never got the opportunity oh, to do that. Sounds amazing. I went to Frühlingsfest, but not the actual Oktoberfest. I would say Belgium. Yeah. Is that what you said? I was thinking about my answer. And <laughs> no, no. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, you know, we, we've done the Brussels thing, but I, I would yeah. actually, to, to piggyback on what you're saying, I yeah. would love to check out more of those, uh, you know, those, those kind of like Trappist kind of monastery ah, yeah. oh, yeah. breweries yeah. and stuff like that. Just amazing. That'd be know. fun. Yeah. Uh, what is your favorite outside, so non-lawless beer? I'm digging a lot of like what comes out. I mean, there are fantastic breweries in, in Los Angeles. I'm digging a lot of what comes out of like Highland Park, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, those kind of, those kind of places, but there's some really good, uh, South Bay breweries where I live. You know, you're talking common space. Uh, they're doing some really good stuff too. So yeah, I have love for all beers. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> I also have love for all beers. So that's a yeah. tough one to answer. I'm going to go with, uh, some, some local stuff that we've been yeah. digging and I love the, I like the sours that Homage is putting oh out God, when yeah. we're, you're Absolutely. going over there on Monday. I'll Spoiler say that. I, I know, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, our friends at McLeod are great. Whenever we're going over there, we always have a good time. I'm trying to think of what else I've been drinking a lot of. We mentioned Topa Topa earlier. They're one of the breweries that we look up to in the way of you're not going to get a bat. I like the breweries that you know you're going to get a solid beer to. Always say. So, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, what is your favorite non-beer hobby? My favorite non-beer hobby is sleeping. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Great answer. That. That's, no, no, that's exactly no, what I was going to No, no, no. Um, so we live in the South. Um, I live in the South Bay with my wife, and we love the whole beachy kind of culture down there. So, you know, just kind of playing around in the ocean, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hiking, backpacking for me. That's yeah. uh, I haven't been backpacking in a couple years. Love it when I go. Love getting away from everything. It's my favorite thing to do in the world other that doesn't involve beer. beer. And it yeah. sometimes and could involve most beer. Most of the time it does. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It better involve beer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, favorite guilty pleasure beer? Guilty pleasure beer. Oh, PBR for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Find out that the brewers love PBR. Absolutely. On the beach. You know? Like... My God, you just pound those things. They're crushable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Guilty pleasure beer. I mean, it could it's be yingling too. I don't know. It's gotta be some kind of macro lager, but I haven't had anything in a while that I felt guilty. I don't know. I don't feel guilty about drinking anything. Even when I do, it's like, okay, it's a, it's a day for that. I, don't I think know. you mean white claw. Yeah. Oh, yes. There you go. That's a good answer. Hey, man, there's no laws. Yeah, there's exactly. No You're laws. drinking those claws. <laughs> and then finally, what is your favorite word or slang for being drunk? Oh, man. Um, so there's a term in Germany. And it's called uh, Schlankerle. It's actually the name of a of a yeah. of a brewery in Bomberg, Germany. But Schlankerle means to kind of drunkenly stagger from one place to the next. Oh, I like that. Yeah, oh, that's and a good I, one. I just love that. So whenever my wife and I are kind of just you know like 
just kind of pittering around or whatever and going from bar to bar. We're, we're a schlanker Larry. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I just, yeah, I don't have a, I don't have a fun one like that. I just go for shit faced. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, shittered's always my go to, my go to. Yeah. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. yeah. But you win. Of yeah. All, yeah. Of all the great schlanker. Yeah. yeah that's Can we good. call a beer that? Schlanker? No, no I think we might we get should. sued. Oh, really? Season, okay. de- well, season desist oh, would be called? an honor. Okay. No, it's an actual, it's it the name a of, a, uh, of a brewery oh, in, in Bomber, okay. Germany. Yeah, okay. Schlanker. They make the uh, smoked Meritzens. Oh. They do all okay. smoked beers. So you can Amazing. do like a, a 15 percenter and call it that? Yeah, yeah. exactly. The Schlanker love. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what about Schlanker Lim? Like, uh, oh, there yeah. you go. Schlanker Lim. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, there's a name in there somewhere. Yes. Somewhere. We need to keep going off of the local... You know, Lancashire references. You know, let's keep drinking and plan out some more beer names. There we go. go. For sure. For sure. Uh, Gentlemen, thank you so much for hanging out today. Thanks, Greg. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Absolutely. If you guys are in the North Hollywood area, it's 5275 Craner Avenue. Also, Lawless Beer on the socials and lawlessbeer.com. Yeah. Cheers, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Cheers to you, too. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Thanks one last time to Josh and Ben for not only spending the time, but for sharing a ton of really good beer. Full disclosure, after the interview, we hung out for a little bit, drank some more beer. I did my best to try and convince them that the Passport to Party t-shirt and swag pack was going to be the million-dollar moneymaker over at Lawless Beer. Uh, Follow them on the socials, Lawless Beer and LawlessBeer.com. Follow us at Craft Beer Republic and CraftBeerRepublic.com. Send us an email, mail at CraftBeerRepublic.com. And our phone number, 805-538-BEER-2337. If you find your way into Lawless, make sure you let them know that you heard about them here and let us know what you think of the place. I thank you all for listening. I hope you're all staying very well hydrated. And on that note, good night, everybody. Good night.